Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. What did Christine just say? Did I just hear that right? Hold everything. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, coming to you live, as always, above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17, the assembled members of the Hashtag Crew. A bunch of stuff that I'm planning on doing here in a minute. But I think I just heard Christine Lisi say in SportsCenter that the Dolphins are planning on starting Skylar Thompson at quarterback this week, even if Teddy Bridgewater is able to play. Anyone else stunned by that? Like, Teddy Bridgewater, I think, was ruled out of the game against the Jets this past Sunday out of an abundance of caution. If everything that had happened with Tua the week before had not happened, then I think Teddy Bridgewater absolutely stays in that game. That's an opinion. It's obviously not something I know. A week later, they're going to stay with Skylar Thompson over over Teddy Bridgewater? Is anyone – is that a surprise to you? Yes, it is a surprise, but my assumption is that means Teddy Bridgewater's week, his practice schedule, whatever, has been so compromised that they would be playing behind the eight ball if he started. I guess. I, I, I'm, one of the drawbacks, I guess, of doing my TV show and then this radio show like immediately back-to-back is that sometimes things must happen that I miss. Is, is Christine still sitting close to a microphone? Like, is she, can she hear me? Is she there? She's just popping in. Yep. She's, she's popping Hi, in. Hi, Mike. Hang on a sec. Hi. Yeah. Just what more can you tell me about this? Because this is a story I had not seen while we were on the TV show this morning. Is there any further detail given on 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 the condition of Tyrod Taylor? I'm just surprised. Having watched the game last Sunday, I'm surprised by this. The idea that even if Taylor is able to play, I, I just heard at the top of your Sports Center that even if Taylor is able to play, they're planning to start Bridgewater. To start, uh, Teddy, right? You what do Teddy? I keep saying? Tyrod oh, I'm so Taylor. sorry. So sorry. Okay. Teddy Bridgewater. So, so, so sorry. Uh, that's another backup quarterback who keeps getting hurt all yes. the time. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, that even if he's able to play, that they're going to start Skylar Thompson. I, I'm, is there any further detail given on that? No, that's all that came over. It was coming over just as um, my update was hitting, so I was trying to get it <laughs> get it in time. As, um, and so that's all it said. McDaniel said that two is going to throw today. Um, even if Teddy goes through the concussion protocol he, they're going to start Skyler. That's all. That's all that wire said. That was the latest thing that we had okay. come over. If there's any further detail, let me know because sure. I, I just I think that's really interesting. I apologize for for juxtaposing the two names. Real quick, Greeny. Also, yeah. Marcel Louis Jacques, who covers the Dolphins for us, said McDaniel said there's a definite scenario in which Tua could be cleared before Sunday's game, but even if he's cleared, he will not play. It wouldn't be fair to the player. Um, it wouldn't be fair for the team. So even if two was cleared in the next couple of days, he will not play. Wow. I mean, the, the, the repercussions of all of that stuff down there have been unbelievable for a team. I mean, how long ago does it feel like they were 3-0 and and Robert Griffin was talking about them being number one in the power rankings on Get Up? Like, that, that feels like a lifetime they ago. Played that it game. sounds like McDaniel's just terrified to play a quarterback. Well, he I might mean, have two quarterbacks who were cleared and he doesn't want to play them <laughs> because he's worried about like them getting hurt you know which I, I mean maybe rightfully so but if he might have two quarterbacks who were cleared and he's saying he won't play either of them and he's going to play the third quarterback Th- this is the same guy who put 
Tua Tungavailoa back in that game against Buffalo in week three. So, and, and then and then played him again on Thursday against Cincinnati and kept saying, what are you talking about? It's a back injury. So, like, everything about this just doesn't quite add up to me. This is two weeks ago tomorrow, right? Like this, It feels like this stuff, right? Am I wrong? That was, that was the week. That the two-a game four. was two weeks right. ago Thursday night, yeah. Think about the amount of things that have happened since then. Like, the, the comp- I mean, obviously, the Dolphins are in rough shape in their quarterback room. But the Brady hit, the car hit on Monday night, like the effects of this thing, like you said on the TV show, are going to be felt all season long. Okay. Greeny with you presented by or brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. As you could tell, that wasn't where I was planning to go. But when I just heard, you know, I listened to Christine's Sports Centers, um, as everyone should, and she just said something I didn't previously know and I found it interesting. Repeating again today's question of the day, uh, the poll question up on my Twitter page at ESPN Greeny. In the AFC, which city does the road to the Super Bowl go through this year? Is it Buffalo or Kansas City? I had a bunch of stuff planned, but just a moment ago, Without necessarily meaning to, Hembo and Nuno stumbled onto what I think is a really good sports question. And here it is. And put yourself in the shoes of right now if you're a fan of the New York Yankees. And I don't, for the purposes of this exercise, you don't have to be. Whether you root for any team in any sport, you love the Bears, you love the Packers, you love the Lakers, you love the whoever. We all know about rivalries. The Yankees have a a, a meaty rivalry with the Astros. And my first thought when I saw the home run that Jordan Alvarez of the Astros hit was, boy, the Yankee fans are going to be crushed by this. Seattle could have had them on the ropes. They're winning that whole game. Now the Astros are going to sweep that series for sure. You do not come back from that. No team comes back from what Seattle, the way Seattle lost yesterday. So now you're going to have to deal with Houston. And Hembo said, no, the Yankee fans should love that. You should want that. You should want to take on your rival. You should want to beat them. And Nuno said, you're out of your freaking mind. Get them knocked out. Give me the easier competition. And I'll say, boy, do I agree with Nuno. There are no words to describe how much on Nuno's side I am on this. So I'm just going to give you a scenario. Let's just pick a team you know I love. The New York Jets... Make it to the playoffs. They're playing in one, on one side of the draw, you know, the AFC divisional round. And the Kansas City Chiefs are playing an upstart out of nowhere. Can't believe they made the playoffs because the division is so bad. Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm just making this up for the sake of discussion. Now, the Jets and Chiefs don't necessarily have a longstanding rivalry, so maybe that's a bad analogy. But either way, there are no circumstances. That could be Tom Brady over there, the biggest rival the Jets have had ever, or Dan Marino, who was that before that, or anybody. I would be rooting. I would be bringing out every good luck charm I have. I would be praying that we don't have to play Kansas City. I'd be praying we could play Jacksonville because I want the path to win. I'm not interested in beating my rival because you know what can happen when you play your rival? You also might lose to your rival, and that's way worse than losing to anybody else. So going back to your Yankees-Red Sox days or whatever it is, you know, back when that rivalry was, you know, in the early whatever that was, 2000s, and they played every single year. What could be possibly worse? There has been no more painful defeat that a Yankee fan has ever experienced, ever in the history of the franchise, than giving up a 3-0 lead to Boston. If they had given up that 3 nothing lead to anybody else, it wouldn't be nearly as bad. It would be historic, and it would be bad. 
But the fact that it was the arch rival is the worst thing. And I said on Mike and Mike back in those days, after the Red Sox swept them, I said, this is bigger than winning the World Series. It is bigger for the Red Sox to come from 3 nothing down to beat the Yankees. I got summarily yelled at for that by a lot of people, but I stand by it. That was the biggest thing the Red Sox could do. Exorcising the demons and the curse of the Bambino, everything. So it's interesting if you're a sports fan. Which side of that? Let's get Bubba in on this. Bubba, what's your take on that? So the Cowboys, oh, this is a perfect example. You love the Cowboys. So they're on one side of the draw in the playoffs this year. Your arch-rival Eagles are on the other. The Eagles are the one seed. The Eagles are playing, who's a bad team that might make it? A team we don't buy into that much. Oh, I relaxed here. Like a team that we think is sort of a much lesser team that sneaks into the playoffs. I'm just, Detroit, well, whoever, Arizona, sneaks in and makes the playoffs. And you're going to win on your side of the bracket. Are you rooting for the Eagles so you get to beat them? Or are you rooting for the Cardinals who you think you have a much better chance of beating? No, I'm I'm with uh, you and Nuno here for sure. Yeah, I think, yes, in a vacuum, would I love to beat the Eagles? Absolutely. Yeah, would you always love to beat your rival? 100%. But the goal is to win, and you want to win, and especially when you're looking at from a, whether it's a Cowboys perspective or a Mets perspective, you know, we haven't won in so long that I just want to win. And so, yeah, I want the easiest path, whatever it is, and if we're able to beat a rival on the way, that'd be great. But I want to win, so I, I'm I want to face whatever teams allow us to win. And you know, we, we saw this, and you know, Nuno was brought up to me off air real quick was when Duke played UNC. Like that, that that wasn't any any fun as a Duke fan, you know. So I mean, yeah, I I just want to win. So I, I don't, and, and I think it's it's easy for Hembo to say, you know, like we just saw he he's saying what Yankees fans should do, but then not doing what Phillies fans should do. That's right. You're a Philly fan. You want to see the Padres win because you have a better chance of beating them if you get through St. Louis, excuse me, if you get through Atlanta, than than you do if you end up playing the Dodgers. It's just common sense. Yes, but you guys are not comparing like for like because none of these uh, circumstances that you are uh, comparing this to involved anything with the Yankees and Astros went through in 2017. The Astros banging trash cans beat the Yankees because they cheated. You haven't been able to get through them. The Astros have owned the American League. The reason it wasn't any fun for Bubba when UNC beat Duke was because you lost. And the reason it wasn't any fun for the Yankees in 04 against the Red Sox is because you lost. But like you said at the time, the Red Sox, the Red Sox beating the Yankees and coming back and extinguishing the curse of the Bambino was so satisfying because of who they beat. Right. If the Yankees are able to beat the Astros in the ALCS this year, it will have a similar effect. I'll take care of this, guys. The obvious thing you're overlooking is you're presupposing winning. You are presupposing they're going to win. Yes, if you told me, if I'm a big fan of the Yankees, and you told me, would you rather beat the Astros or beat the Mariners, then the obvious answer is I'd rather beat the Astros. But you are building in something to the model that does not belong because you have a much better chance of beating the Mariners than you have of beating the Astros. And the difference, the, the delta between those two things is the obvious answer to this question. That's not true. I'm not preloading the argument at all, because if the Mariners beat the Astros, it means they beat the team. They beat the better team, right? Not get out of here. Come on. It's a three-game series. It's I baseball. Mean, it, 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 yes. And so anything can happen sure. in a short series. So if you, who was the worst team in baseball this year? In all of baseball? Washington. If Washington played 
um, Houston in a three in a best of five series this week. It's not inconceivable that Washington could beat them. Of course not. It's not likely. But who would you? If you're the Yankees, would you rather play Washington or play Houston? I'd rather. I mean, you have a better chance of beating Washington, but Washington didn't cheat to beat you in 2017. Uh, you're over. Nap, 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 nap. You're dead wrong. I, I refuse to acknowledge. All right, here's what I'm going to do. It's so weak. If Yankees fans actually believe that, that's so weak. If anyone wants to defend Hembo, call me now. My number is 888-SAY-ESPN. I just, Bubba, I mean, uh, Nuno, take some calls here. You see if anyone wants to make an argument on Hembo's side of this. I, I refuse to acknowledge that anyone's going to do it, but you're welcome. If you want to try and, and defend Hembo's position on this. I'm interested to hear it. Uh, we'll take those calls in a moment. There are so many podcasts right now. It takes a team of people to bring them together. Whether you're hiring for a podcast or for your growing business, one place makes it easy. Zip Recruiter. You can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Let's see if anyone is on that side. Next, ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around Different stressors, I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, Greeny here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. We're going to give Hembo a shot. We are nothing if not fair. This is not one of these shows where you're going to get shouted down for having an opinion that we disagree with, unless you're Hembo. But I promise we will not shout down any callers who dial us up right now on the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN. Let me set the table for those of you just joining us. Hembo just suggested that because of the rivalry, a Yankee fan should be rooting for the Astros to win their series against Seattle because you should want so badly to beat them. No one else I have found agrees with that. All of us think you should be rooting for the team you think you have a better chance of beating in the next round. 
And in my view, that means staying as far away from the Astros as you conceivably can. Hembo is on his side. Bubba and Nuno are on my side. And so I opened the phones and I said, if anyone wants to argue Hembo's side of this argument, please feel free. So Nuno, Bubba, do we find people to do that? Yep, we can start with Will. All right, Will, go ahead and make make the argument that Hembo's right here. Good morning, Greeny. First of all, I just want to say, Greeny, I love you, man. You're one of my favorites. I'm 40 years old. I've been listening to you my whole life. But well, you are you. wrong, Greeny. I'm wrong. Let me break this down. Let me break this down. Yeah. Okay, this is the one scenario where you absolutely want to go against the Yankees. Mm. I mean, you want to go against the Astros. They blatantly cheated. They banged trash cans. The, cheat, the level of cheating they did, we had never seen anything like that since the, since the back-in-the-day situation. Listen, I'm a Niners fan, right? When Richard Sermon battered, batted that pass down, that hurts me more to this day than losing to the Ravens the following year. I am not a Yankees fan. I am sick over the Mets. I want to throw up over the Mets. But I want to see the Houston Astros against the Yankees. Absolutely believe any Yankees fan in their heart. They truly want to destroy Houston. Mm. I love you guys. Fred Soul 2382, selfish plug. I'm a hip-hop artist. Keep it going. Peace. All right. Well done. It's a good call. Not exactly sure what he said at the end there, but one way or the other. Um, see, I don't, I don't buy it. I mean, I just don't buy it. I get that that bothers you more than anything else. But losing this I mean, he, he also wasn't even a Yankees fan. So. No, he isn't. But, I mean, but, but, but you don't have to be a Yankee fan to make – this point, if you're a Bears fan, your lifelong rival is Green Bay. And would you rather, and if I gave you right now the option, the NFC Championship game, you could play a team quarterbacked by Aaron Rodgers and beat the Packers, or you could play a team quarterbacked by Baker Mayfield and Carolina sneaks into the playoffs. Which one of those teams do you want to play? You're making terrible comparisons. Why? Why is that a terrible comparison? It's the same thing. No, Because no one cheated against someone else to win a championship. Is your whole thing just about the cheating and any other time it doesn't matter? It's not about the rival, it's just the cheating part? What I'm saying, yes, is that this is a singularly unique circumstance, and if you as a Yankee fan want to play Seattle instead of Houston, you're a weak Yankee fan. That's what I'm saying. So if, it, so if, if it's Yankees, Red Sox, that's different. It, but it's because of the cheating. Yes, I want, if you're a Yankee fan, you should want to slay the dragon at all costs. If, what, if, if it, what if it's the Red Sox were good this year? You if would, you substituted Red Sox right now for Astros, if the, right. everything else was the same but no cheating, mm-hmm. but you just substituted Red Sox for Astros, would you still feel the same way? Go Mariners. Go Mariners. Mariners. So this is just about the cheating. That's correct. Huh. Exercise the demon. You got another call there, Bubs? Yeah, we're going to go to Liam. Go ahead, Liam. Is that our Liam? Not our Liam. Okay, go ahead, Liam. (laughs) American Liam. Hey, gentlemen, listen. uh, I'm, I'm born and raised in Minnesota, but I live in North Carolina. And let me tell you something. The Minnesota Twins are 0 for 18 in their last 18 playoff games. I haven't seen a Minnesota Twins postseason victory since I was 14 years old, 20 years ago, okay? And you know who handed them the most of those losses? The New York Yankees. Mm -hmm. I don't want to win against Cleveland. I would take a win, period. But you know what I really want? I want a series in the Bronx, Mm. shove it down their throats, Mm. break the curse, and win a series that way way more than I care about beating I don't know, the Angels in a three-game series just to break that 0-18 run. I want to beat the Yankees because they're the ones who beat us 14 of those times. I get it. I would say again, you want to beat them. 
but you cannot presuppose you're going to. Let's do this. Thank you for the calls. Let's, I didn't mean to get in any of this, but that's the beauty of this medium is that we could just go wherever we feel like going. How would you assess? You're a numbers guy. There may not be numbers for this exactly, mm-hmm. but how would you, what, what, what chances from 1 to 100 do you give the Yankees of beating the Astros in a best-of-seven series? 40%. 40%. What chance would you give them of beating the Mariners in a best-of-seven series? 60%. So that is such a huge difference. Mm -hmm. It's a monumental difference. You're saying it is more likely than not that if you get in that series with Houston, you lose. Now, it's one thing for the Yankee players to say, I want to see them and beat them. It's another thing entirely for a fan to be so stupid that that fan is thinking, I'd rather have a 40% chance of making the World Series than a 60% chance. But as a fan, I'm looking to maximize my satisfaction. I'm looking to exact my revenge. This is a singular circumstance. What the Astros did in 2017 was blatant, was horrendous, should probably be wiped from the record book. If I, as a Yankee fan, have the opportunity... To see my team slay that dragon, I want to do that more than beating Seattle. Let me ask you a question that is not the same, but it's, it's, it's slightly connected, at least the way I see it. You love the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Who is the player in history you hate the most in football, in a sports hate? Was it Aikman? Like, are you old enough to have seen him? Uh, no. I know the Cowboys is the team you hate. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's probably not Dak. No, I mean, Eli Manning would probably be the, okay, the longstanding. Yeah. Fair enough. So you're playing against the Giants. You're scheduled to play them in the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. And you see Manning twist an ankle the week before. Are you hoping, A, Eli can play in the NFC Championship game so that I can finally beat him? Or B, Eli's ankle is so bad that he can't play in the NFC Championship and they have to go to whoever the backup is? I would say the answer to that question is B. I would hope that he can't play. Why? What happened to your rivalry? What happened to wanting to finally slay the dragon? I think it's a, it's a good comparison you're making. But again, the fact that uh, the Houston did what they did, I think is a singular You just thing. keep coming back to the cheating. And you keep making bad comparisons. No, there's but, nothing but to compare there's to. There's no other exact comparison. Exactly. I'm, well, I wasn't born in 1919, so I can't bring up the, 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 Black, the Black Sox, Sox scandal. Yeah, no. And they cheated themselves anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't cheat to win. They cheated to lose. So I don't really have another good example of a team cheating to win. So you're talking about this. So what you're trying to make an argument that this is literally the one time in history mm-hmm. that this argument argument holds that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying just like in 2004 red sox when they got that revenge against the yankees it was the most satisfying thing in the world you're a fan you want to maximize your satisfaction beating houston maximizes your satisfaction all right as we continue we're going to get back to football here uh hembo is going to take another position that everyone is going to disagree with and i will explain how the organization that always gets it right may actually have this time gotten it completely wrong Greeny, the podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. 
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, this is Greeny on ESPN Radio. We're getting some uh, really interesting breaking news into our studio about Devontae Adams that I will share as soon as the rest of the country joins us. We have a, a couple of different uh, ways that the show works. And, and right now, uh, if you are listening to us, we are delighted that you are. But much of the country is not with us. So I will um, go through a few other things and then we will get to that um, as we continue. I, I was going to touch on uh, the Steelers being in real trouble here. And it, it's interesting, you know, sometimes down is up and up is down. Like there are some franchises that generally tend to always get it wrong. Mine is one of them. The Jets are the team that always seems to get it wrong. And all of a sudden, it feels like the Jets are the team that finally got it right. The Steelers, for a very long time, and by that I mean basically forever, since 1969, have been the franchise that have gotten it right. They're a model of stability. They've had three head coaches since 69. They've won a whole bunch of Super Bowls. They don't rebuild. They reload. They're always competitive. They're just an outstanding sports organization. But now it kind of feels like they may be the team that got it wrong, which is to say they had a bad team. They perceived it to be much closer to being good than they actually were. And so they drafted kind of like good teams do. They took a running back late in the first round. They took a flyer on a quarterback this year. That's because they didn't really have a succession plan for Roethlisberger in place. They probably stuck with Ben a year longer than they should have. On some level, I commend them for that. But one way or another, the Steelers are shaping up to be one of the worst teams in the entire sport right now. And a lot of it, I think, has come through some self-inflicted wounds. Yeah, they have not self-scouted well. Like you said, they drafted like they were already good when they weren't. Here are their last eight first or second round picks. Quarterback, receiver, running back, tight end wide receiver, off-the-ball linebacker, safety, wide receiver. What they have are fancy rims on a jalopy. And right now, our analytics, our FPI says that they are the team likeliest to finish with the number one pick, and their projected finish is 4-13. and 13. 
So if that does happen, it's going to be interesting to see what they decide to do with that pick because you can use it one of two ways. You can All of the value at the top of this upcoming draft is going to be in quarterbacks, whether it winds up being C.J. Stroud or whoever. The first pick in the draft is going to be a quarterback. I don't care how good the linebacker from Alabama, Will Anderson, is. The first pick in the draft is going to be a quarterback. And if you're the Steelers and you have that, and obviously Kenny, the, re- the remainder of Kenny Pickett's season is going to go a long way towards deciding this, but is the best thing you can do engage in a real rebuild, trade that pick, get a ton of picks, and start over again. It might be. We continue in 15 seconds. Charges have been filed in Municipal Court of Kansas City charging Raiders receiver Devontae Adams with misdemeanor assault. Uh, we've all seen what happened uh, at the end of the Monday night game in which the Raiders lost a very frustrating game. Devontae Adams had uh, a very good night, but he also had a, a bad play, a third down very late in the game in which he was originally ruled to have made a catch, and then it turns out he bobbled it, and they ruled him out of bounds, and he didn't like the call, and then the last play of the game, they completely botch a route, and he gets knocked down by his teammate. It's a horribly frustrating game that they lost, and walking off of the field in a move that you absolutely cannot make, I mean, in a move that everyone, including Devontae Adams himself, acknowledged was completely wrong, he shoves a camera guy or a a member of the crew, someone who was there working actually for ESPN, just sort of walks by him. And and, and I I think in Devontae Adams' explanation of it, he seemed to think the guy just kind of jumped right in front of him. If you see it back, that's not what actually happens. The guy's walking sideways, walking perpendicular to where Devontae Adams is walking, and he does walk directly in front of him without looking. And I can understand why Devontae Adams might feel like the guy just kind of jumped right in his way, and he just shoves him, two-hand shove, and the guy goes down. And the conversation that immediately ensued was, what will the league discipline be? Will he be suspended for a game? And now the conversation shifts enormously with Devontae Adams being charged with misdemeanor assault. The actual citation, if that's what it's called, is that that the right word? Yes, the 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 citation citation is uh, available. I'm not going to read anybody's name or address on here because uh, I don't think they should be public. I certainly don't think that his address should be public, but they actually have Devontae Adams' home address on this citation that is now available for anyone who wants to see it on Twitter, which is problematic. I'm not going to read it to you, um, but I am very cognizant of the fact that anyone who wants to see it can now find it. So we have that. So um, frequently we have conversations about whether or not we would want to see legal charges brought involving anything that happens on a playing field. The last time I remember having this conversation was when Miles Garrett swung a helmet at the head of Mason Rudolph in that Thursday night game, and you wondered, could he be charged with a crime? Mason Rudolph's, it's his actual helmet, so his head is bare and exposed, and uh, Miles Garrett swung a helmet and hit him in the head with it. He could have really seriously hurt him. Everyone is incredibly lucky that Mason Rudolph was not much more seriously injured than he was from that. And I remember one of the conversations that we had afterwards was, you know, could he, should he be charged with a crime? Now here's another one where he shoves a person walking off the field, a person who is a credentialed employee. 
I want to make clear that I'm in no way defending what Devontae Adams did. You can't do it. You can't, and I have been one of the people on that sideline a million times. I covered the Chicago Bears as a beat for uh, four seasons, the better part of four seasons. I was on the sideline for every single game they played over the course of that time. Let me explain quickly how that works if you are a reporter like me covering the game. We watch the game in the press box, and then with five minutes left in regulation, they allow all those reporters to come down to the field because many of them want to do interviews on the field and for everyone else. You know, it just takes time to get down there. Most press boxes, you have to take an elevator. There's, a, there's an amount of time that it takes. So with five minutes left in the game in regulation, people like me would be, I don't know if this is still the way these things are done. I haven't done this since 1996. So for all I know, these are completely different rules now. But that's the way it would work. So what I'm trying to say is there are a lot of people on that sideline at the end of a game who weren't there when it began. Now, this particular person, I don't know who he is, but I've seen him and I can see the things he's carrying. He looks like a person who is part of the broadcast crew. So he probably was there for the entire game. And not that that necessarily makes any difference, but one way or another. That guy, he does have some obligation to make sure he's not walking directly in front of anyone. But again, I'm in no way trying to blame him. Devontae Adams is fully to blame. The only thing I can say is, if that were me... If I were the person who walked in front of a player in the moment after a devastating loss and that player gave me a two-hand shove and I went to the ground, I would definitely not press charges. I'm not saying there's nothing a player might do. If the player shoved me to the ground then jumped on me and started wailing on me with punches, then that would obviously change my perspective. But that is far from what happened here. Again, I'm not sitting here telling this person what he should or should not have done, but charges are not brought unless a person is pressing them. In this case, unless there's something here that I'm missing. I have to assume that the man who was shoved down by Devante is bringing, pressing charges, that that was an option that he was given. Again, that's his option. I'm not going to tell him he's wrong. I, I feel like the only thing I can think of immediately to say is that if the roles were reversed and the exact same thing happened, I would be fully willing to accept an apology. If Devontae Adams sought me out, which he did do, he apologized in the locker room after the game, he tweeted an apology. If if Devontae Adams, and and maybe I would actually appreciate it if he made the uh, effort to reach out to me directly on the phone or whatever it is, but however it went, if he said, hey, I'm sorry, it was the heat of the moment, I know I shouldn't have done that, I really hope you're not hurt, and I feel bad about it, it would absolutely end there with me. Now, that's just me. It's not my place to tell anyone else what they should do in this circumstance. I also don't know if there were any meaningful injuries suffered by this person. Is that something that is known? Well, I can read to you what's on the citation. Please do. At least. It says, let's see here, uh, push him to the ground using two hands, causing whiplash and headache, possible minor concussion. That is the only detail that is provided on the citation. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, you caught me in the mid-sip of water. Um, that, that's Look, it's terrible. It's terrible. I do not want anyone to come away from this conversation saying Mike Greenberg diminished how bad it was what Devontae Adams did. I'm not diminishing it. It's something you can't do. These guys, because the flip side of what I just said is Devontae Adams has walked off the field after horrible, painful losses before. He has lost playoff games in overtime. He has lost the NFC Championship game each of the last 
well, two of the last three years, and then last year lost at home to San Francisco in the round before. He has suffered terrible losses before and has walked off the field and has had to walk into a tunnel while tons of other people are around him. Maybe no one ever jumped right in front of him in that manner, but he has managed to do so without shoving a guy to the ground, and he obviously knows that he can't do that. So I was fully willing and ready to have a conversation about whether he should be suspended, which I know you, Hembo, were going to make the argument that he should be. Mm -hmm. But this is something entirely different. Devontae Adams is being charged with a crime. Now, I don't know what the... Is it, does it say on there what the potential punishment is? Again, one of the dangers of doing a live show is I can't be looking these things up as we go. So all I have here is that he has a court date for November the 10th. That's all right. I got. Which obviously is during the season. Um, and I don't know if they'll extend it. Let me look up what day of the week that is. It's not going to be a Sunday, of course, because courts aren't open. It's a Thursday. Uh, Nuno? Is there any further information that we have on this? Is, is there anything? I'm, I'm trying to give the audience as much information as I can. We are doing this live because this information is coming in real time. Is there anything I've missed? No. That's, uh, at this time, it's everything we have. So I'm not sure what reaction I want to give to this. Um, do we want a football player to face criminal charges for what we saw Devontae Adams do? Um but Devontae Adams, to the very best of my knowledge, and I apologize in advance if there's something I'm not aware of, has never had any problems off the field of any kind. He is an upstanding citizen. I, I believe he is known to be just a terrific guy. Never been a hint of anything like this, to the best of my knowledge. Again, if someone knows something I don't know, please tell me. But I, I don't believe that there is any reason to say, well, this is a pattern of behavior or Anything like that. Um, boy, this is a really complicated one to talk about live because I, I haven't had time to organize my thoughts on this. Do you, do you have a thought on how you, you wanted him to be suspended? Do you want him to be charged with a crime? I'm not, I don't know if I'm comfortable answering question two there because I don't feel that I'm qualified to do so, to be totally honest with you. But I do think that we can talk about the on-field ramifications okay. here. Let's do that. And in, and in so doing, I think it's worth pointing out that Mike Evans was suspended for one game for on a football field, wearing a helmet, sort of cold cocked someone on a football field, wearing a helmet and was suspended for it. Now there was a, obviously a history between he and Marshawn Lattimore, but I would argue that what Devonte Adams did to this freelance photographer was much worse. It was off the field of play. He was, I mean, by definition, defenseless and not a player, this is not a person who is assuming any physical risk. And while he did issue the apology he issued, I personally found it to be somewhat immaterial, even if it was heartfelt. He kept reiterating how the guy got in his way. That's not how you apologize. So, like, in my opinion, what he did to this uh, gentleman was much worse than what caused a one-game suspension for Mike Evans. And the fact that now he's being charged in this way, I think, actually makes the league more likely to suspend him, if even for one game. I do, too. I, I, I think the fact that charges have been brought does make it more likely that he'll be suspended. Um, I, don't, I don't even know. Who, who do the Raiders play this week? I, I, I don't have the schedule in front now. of me. You'll get that. I think the Raiders may actually have a bye, if I'm not mistaken. Right? They have a bye. Oh, I think I looked this up. They have a bye, and then they play the Texans. 
Do I have that right? Am I, I, I think I looked this up the other day when that's we first mm-hmm. started talking. Yeah, so they have a buy and then they play the Texans. That's, that's not material to anything in all of this. I, I'm getting more uh, what I think can be described as breaking news here. So, uh, Nuno, Bubba, is there anything that we've left out in this Devante conversation you want to get in here before I get to the other piece of breaking news, which is entirely different but kind of a big deal? Um, is there anything I'm missing? Nope. No. You're good, Bubs? Okay. Well, th- let me get to the next piece of news. This is a tweet um, from a Cowboys reporter. Mike McCarthy just said, we are preparing for Cooper Rush to start against the Eagles. So there has been a lot of speculation as to whether or not Dak with his thumb, this of course is a very important football story. It is an entirely different nature of story from what we've just been talking about. But it's a very big deal leading into the biggest game of the week. There has been a lot of speculation as to whether or not Dak with his thumb would make it back for this game against the Eagles. And Mike McCarthy just said, we are preparing for Cooper Rush to start for this game. When I said that Cooper Rush is the MVP of the league recently, um, I knew what I was talking about, or at least this is what I was talking about. If Cooper Rush had laid an egg, if he had been bad, if they had looked just terrible with their backup quarterback, there would have been all this pressure on them to bring Dak back as quickly as was feasibly possible. Do I think that Dak Prescott could play, could have probably played this past weekend and could play this coming weekend if they absolutely felt it was necessary to try to save their season? I do. That's a guess. I'm not a doctor, and I don't have x-rays of his thumb. But my guess is what Cooper Rush did and has done is buy the Cowboys the luxury of time. Let's say they lose this game. They have done exactly what they needed to do in the absence of their starting quarterback, which is to say they played five games and won four. That is an extraordinary job well done. So, again, I'm not a, a, a complete moron. I know that, that Cooper Rush is not even the best player or close to it on his own team. But when you compare the expectation versus the result – When every person sitting on the set of Get Up after Dak got hurt told me the Cowboys are done, and all of a sudden, here they are, 4-1, and unbeaten since then, with the luxury of sitting out Dak in a game against the Eagles to make sure that that thumb is fully recovered by the time he gets back in a long season, rather than take a chance on re-injuring it now and ruining the rest of his season, it's almost impossible to describe how valuable that is. So if, the Cow- if Dak Prescott comes back in a week or two and has a monster year, just looks great immediately, spinning it, flinging it, doing his thing, Cooper Rush gets the benefit. Uh, Cooper Rush gets the, the, what's the word, the credit for that. That's what Cooper Rush did. That's what a, ba- a, a new backup quarterback cannot do his job any better than Cooper Rush has done it. And look, maybe he beats the Eagles on Sunday night. Maybe he doesn't. Obviously, with a healthy Dak Prescott, you're much better off if you're the Cowboys. Let me go to Bubba, the Cowboy fan. How do you feel about this? I, I feel great about this. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to see Dak back until he's 100. percent Not not 99, not 98, not 92. I mean, because what what you're saying is true. Cooper Rush has afforded them to. He should not be back until he is 100. percent Because what Cooper Rush has done has been unbelievable. And I think there's two parts of that. One is I kind of saw this, what Max Scherzer did with, with the Mets. He was out with an oblique injury. He came back, and he said he was fine, and he was okay here and there. But then it, it just kept nagging him, and, he, and it was an issue for the rest of the season. And then you even saw in, that, in the, the wild card game, the whole time the announcer was like, oh, I don't think he's right.
great. I don't think he's like, – we don't need that with Dak right now. Like, come back when you are 100% healthy because what Cooper Rush has done has saved the season. And, yes, we can afford to lose this game too. And the other thing I would say is if Dak were to come back and let's say they lose, which is would be entirely possible, that would be just awful. You know, the talk everything would just blow up. So if we lose with Cooper Rush, it's fine. If Dak was to come back and immediately lose and the only two losses are with Dak – that would not be good. So it's well, okay Hembo, Hembo, you don't you want Dak to play? Oh, yeah, and you be want healthy, Dak right? as an Eagle fan, right? You want him at their best because they're your rival. I haven't thought much of it because it doesn't matter who's going to play quarterback for the Cowboys this weekend. The Eagles are going to win by a billion. Oh well, that, so we are going to have wow, to get to the uh, bottom that's quite of the this. There. This rivalry goes head to head, and by that I mean the rivalry between Hembo and Bubba. Winner gets this a jalopy. Continues <laughs> a jalopy. See you tomorrow, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.